If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? Man, I got 21 questions In a trap with the cat's domestic She doing lashes, something cosmetic They shot, they shot, she read it They slid in the DM with something generic She don't even like going out Got a new outfit, but I know where to wear it She think that I'm being this loyal When I'm in the street with a couple of killies You ain't gotta worry about none of these hoes I'm grown, I'm done with these bitches Done with these bitches Your husband don't make pillows, so I sleep And I'm dreaming of you, because the roses are my feet Fuck all the bullshit you're going through right now. If you're feeling sad, alone, depressed, upset, fuck that. It's time to get up, go have some fun. Shake some ass. Ow. Yeah, 
say Cross for my shirt She say I'm a dog So I told her be eight Was up from my UK thing She said she in the States Hotties give me face Keep up with the pace The name of me name bitch Don't get me fucked up The way my girls be shining She in love, love. I tell her broke boy Shut the fuck up She look good in that dress I'm tryna find it up Turn around Slow it down
I'ma need space, baby. I'm going out to space, baby. baby. I need you, Eric, and I need you comfort, and I need your promises, baby. I've been searching for the right one. Introduce you to see me choose shoes. Have it related. Check the commodity, hottest commodity, biggest whoever, whenever. She the baddest in the city. Know what's coming with it. Second the liberty, tallest statue of liberty. Hang you the Benz, hang you the Lamborghini. You relevant, physically, spiritually. I'm trying to love you, trying to boost your confidence. I'm trying to spar you, girl. Putting big rocks on the seven figure. Bubba bath in the tub, I see you, I see you. All these girls in the club, I got my eyes on you. All these girls in the club, I got my eyes on you. All these girls in the club, I got my eyes on you. All these girls in the club, I got my eyes on you. I don't feel them. I don't 
Tell the plug, the doors is off, it's time to fill up. It's time to get it. If we make it home, we gon' kill him. Wins like this, woo. Feel like when the Pistons had Chauncey Billups. Stove, stove. Talk about we 
need to take time I keep going, call it good news Oh, 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 Tell my homies, I can't take her no more. I'm a quitter. They say, Oh, look at the little baby. He a twitter. All tender. Go figure. Oh, shit. So that's how they see me now. Cause every weight that she put on me is like Instagram. I mean, an Instagram of stress and worry. Huh. That's all she wanna do now. Clapping and snapping. Chatting and yapping. You want me to get lost in your world? Hmm. I guess we both gonna be waiting. Yo, yo, yo. It's Steven. <laughs> also known as Pitch for Pennies. This is Lottie Party Radio. And just coming in for a quick talking. Well, just get commentary on just things I've been thinking about, things on my mind, uh, things I'm excited about, things that, uh, yeah, I think with this radio show, I just want to not to be too long, want to keep it the focus on the music, but kind of p- pop in in the middle and uh, just kind of get my thoughts on some things that I've been thinking about. Pretty much what we're going to do here is run through Indianapolis being a great city for tourism and impact local creators and residents can have in making our city a place people want to live so basically in short not just getting them here and enjoying our city for a weekend but making doing what we can to make it uh attractive kind of painting the picture for them through the things that we do the events that we hold the art that we create if you will to kind of get their minds thinking like, man, you know what? Cities are really 
I kind of want to live here. I can I can see myself living here. So I get into that. Second thing is Kanye West. I know. Personally, how can I say this? We're gonna talk about Kanye West, Julia Fox, and how his career mirrors uh, the. I mean, essentially, his career is emblematic of America and the values that we hold true. You know, pretty much the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just kind of run through that a little quick, real quick. <laughs> and then the last but not least, the future of sneaker culture, because I don't know what's going on right now. But I have an idea of what's ahead, because right now, shit is just out of control. So let's kind of get into it. Uh, pretty much, as you may, not, may or may not know, Indianapolis was the star of the world for a moment. Uh, we had the uh, college football playoff here. Uh, the championship game weekend was a lot of good energy of course a lot of events uh one in particular a lot of the shops that we had uh shout out to corporate shout out to uh hang time who having uh nike installations uh hang time had a super super ill one uh shout out to mike g uh please over there um had a whole football field inside of one of the rooms had the the, the shoes hunging up as like trophies and uh merch was dope uh just an overall cool activation um salute to them for sure um but one thing i wanted to kind of touch base on was uh doja cat she had a live or well, a free show uh at playoff playlist live uh it was a saturday night yeah saturday night uh was able to catch that down at monument circle it was so ill um just because i always dreamed of like having like our city have like some kind of festival whether it be like hi-fi or you know live nation or something that is created uh and like have monument circle be a venue uh music venue like that's that shit is just genius like i always thought years ago like that would be so dope but we never really had it i mean we, you'll have like certain parts blocked off like farmers markets on wednesdays things of that nature but never like a show like that and it literally was laid out the way i always thought it would be and it was so dope you know you go in and you know you go in you have a facing of the 22 you know the logo all the branding and stuff and then you go to the right and it's like my circle has if you've never been to indianapolis it pretty much goes in a circle essentially so the way you came in if you went all the way around you would go back to where you were but they had a stage uh across on the other side of the entrance uh which is really dope but along the way between the entrance and the stage you had of course your concessions and you had different activations they had mercedes-benz out there you could check out the new model they have uh that's not coming out to another a year or two but yeah it was really dope um but whole reason i bring that up is because of uh doja cat show i mean of course doja cat's had a crazy crazy run uh last two projects have been really dope personally i didn't hear the last one uh planet her didn't really check for it when it came out but i knew the project she had before that was really dope i loved it so the show comes and um crazy enough how i even get here it was like a fluke but let's stay on the course um we get to the show and i'm walking through finding a spot it's raining a little drizzle but yeah it's 
packed out there. Um, and it was dope because you look at the monument, you got people kind of setting up, that's all standing. Everybody's kind of standing up uh, the layers and stuff as far as the steps goes. And uh, really good visuals. Um, I believe DJ Gabby Love was DJing, like in between. So shout out to her. She, that's really crazy cool opportunity. Um, but uh, yeah, Doja Cat Show. I mean, my gosh, like, how do I really put this in perspective? This is probably, I guess, kind of, this is probably my first concert since the pandemic started for real. So, damn. So, yeah, like, I don't know what to expect, but it's outdoors. First song she does, she comes on, got the band, live band going. Sorry, I knew right there. It was already gonna be a show. Um, but she did went through the went through the hits, and I was surprised at how many hits she had. Um, Start with rules, which I feel like is just one of the the best songs to come out in the last five years. Just just a really just dope song. Her energy on it is crazy. One thing I did notice is like that show was really just. Uh, the show was just really dope. And Doja Cat's really, really awesome. Music is just, she had one song called Been Like This that the live version, I really hope she makes a live album. That that song on the album and compared to live is just a night and day difference. It's just energy and just the performance. Like, she's no back vocals. Like, she's really like that. Like, she's a star. Like, for real. And I, personally, I got kind of some heat or questions about my statements about saying, you know, comparing her just saying that she has the capacity to be, you know, uh, her from her stage presence to her ability to make you feel like it's just you and her at a show. I feel like, man, I, as a person who never really went to her shows before in the past, but I always loved their music, it was a different, it made me be like, wow, how do we get this for free? Like, her show was bomb, like, from the band to how she just carried the crowd, um, and it made me kind of put in perspective. It made me think about this topic of like the whole weekend really is like, man, our city, man, Indianapolis is one of those cities that like we're underrated and I may be biased, but I'll admit my bias, but also like just looking back on it, like I'm thinking about Super Bowl, what, almost 10 years ago, college football playoff. Now we got all-star NBA all-star weekend coming in what, two years like, if anything, this decade starting off is already starting off with a bang, you know what I mean? And I feel like at the end of it, once we get to the 30s, I mean, I think with the help of you and all of us in this creative sphere, you know, working together, working hand in hand, I feel like it's no reason why we're not in the conversation. It's like, hey, Indianapolis is a place to watch at the very least. And, or a place to set up shop. And I'm looking at even like Miami, how that's really the city of the future. Like Miami is really the future of the country right now. Um, what they're on, it's just like, okay, that's the bar. Um, I want to make sure for a couple other cities like DC for sure, far as the, far as a, from a nightlife perspective and like a culture perspective, they're really, really rich. Um, really, really strong. And I heard good things about the Bay too. So shout out to the Bay. But uh, the whole reason I came up with this topic was just kind of like taking a moment, like the next day, like I woke up and was just like, 
letting the moment sink in, looking at the videos from the day before, and I was just like, from the show, and I was like looking like, damn, we need to do this more often, like off, like off base of, or like outside of just the major events, and I think that's something that, you know, shout out to Visit Indy, and you know, uh, Sports Corp, Indian Sports Corp, you know, they do the damn thing. Um, when it comes to getting these bids and getting getting these attractions here, and I, I have high regard and high respect for what they do, I think the topic at hand is, I guess, the where I want to go with it is like really proposing that with ourselves as creatives and people who kind of create culture, like offer, like build it, and really build that energy in between those big events and something that's a really big dream of mine is really seeing indianapolis be one of those cities where like people stop in on like any given day and be like yo yeah sit, the city's lit like the city's dope you know and i think that comes on like a it's, a it's an honest effort of like really pushing the boundaries of what we've already done and what we've already seen and i think as long as you know i feel like the, the higher powers like the sports corps and the, and the visit indies of the world, they're doing their job as far as like bringing those major events, those major moments, I should say, uh, to the city. I think it's on us. I think we all have a responsibility to, you know, whether you create or produce or if you're on the consumer supporting side, you know, we got to work together to kind of really make our city pop beyond those things because like for example you can you look at major cities not in comparison but when you think about where we want to go as far as have our city be in that conversation every place i've been to particularly young professionals and young people is like the common thread is like okay there's stuff to do that's appealing when it comes to music style food art you know cultural elements you know and um i feel like we got all the 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 elements i think we got all the ingredients for like a rich if not rich we got all the elements for like a real strong culture i mean of course sports is ingrained it's like you can't think of indianapolis or indiana as a whole without thinking about sports but i think offering a new layer is is important i feel like offering a new perspective and i feel like there's a white space within our nightlife scene we have a rich, probably, I feel like we have one of the best food scenes in the country. Um, and hopefully by the, within 10 years, it'll be the world. But I feel like in the country, we definitely got one of the best food scenes. Um, and it's only growing. It's only getting better. Um, and I think the white spaces are nightlife, man. Like, I think, I really believe I kind of put the put in perspective like this. If you have a friend or family member who come into town, come in Indianapolis on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, how do you take them? Where do you take them? Like, where do you go to hear something dope, have a dope experience and be like, damn, you know, this is a good scene. Um, and that I feel like that comes down to programming when it comes to the clubs uh, and the bars and the owners and GMs, whoever is in charge, really letting go of like, really be, not say letting go. Being open to like reimagining what your establishment is and not in a sense where you lose the essence, but evolve, you know, stick to the core, stick to why you started, but 
evolve forward into like the future. And one of my things is with Indianapolis is trying to get as many people into the fold or into the understanding that if we work together, um, whether it be in the clubs or the bars and even as supporters, like really like talking up good events or good spots to go to. Um, it's a hand in hand approach where like now when people look on like a Twitter search or Google search or Instagram or, you know, you tagging things, it's like, okay, people outside of the city, but like, oh yeah, I know I can easily tap in now. And that's something that we got to kind of make ourselves accessible in that way. But we got to protect and kind of, in a way, oddly enough, kind of gatekeeping away the essence of our culture. And some would say, well, what is Indianapolis culture? It's like, usually I hear that from people who either never travel as like haven't traveled quite extensively or just very kind of closed minded in just what their perception of Indianapolis is. But the main thing is if you travel a little bit, or at least have a different point of view from a different place, you can see if you travel enough places, you can see the through line, you can see the pattern in what makes a city great. And I feel like, that common common denominator is the people. And one thing that I think about Indianapolis is our people are, are, are some of the best. Like we have really good, genuine people here. And um, I feel like our, our people also are, it's a, the beauty of our people is like we'll, we're eager to, get into new things or have new things or do new things or try new things, which is super dope. It's really just a matter of getting awareness around that thing. And so I think, but one thing I think for us to kind of like really hone in on is like, let's say gatekeeping circling back on that is really kind of like not being a, being supportive of, of different things going on but also when it comes to outside stuff being very discerning about how that impacts us in our communities i guess to put up an example would be like if like a tech company came into town and like set up shop and was like hey kind of dictating culturally what we're what we can and can't do and things of that nature i guess a better way to be put as like justification in a way the in a negative sense or how people gonna chop it up more so the sentiment is like hey someone coming into your town and kind of doing what they will without necessarily you don't have to say check in but without being considerate of the residents are already here and tapping in and working with the residents already here I feel like that's super important. Um, and I just think about that when it comes to people reaching out to me from like consulting on stuff and just like, hey, can you do like essentially paying to like connect people? And it's like, that's not how this really works, at least for me. Like it can't just throw money. Money matters. You know, you want to get paid for what you do and you know, have families to feed, all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm more so talking about an ideology of like, hey, let's stick to our core. Like whatever we do, whatever someone outside of our city is coming in, 
yeah, we're going to consume, we're going to go visit, we're going to check it out, but imagine the energy we can put towards, that same energy towards our local offerings. And we think about a city and you think about what makes cities great is the people and the people who stay here, the talented minds and hands that make the city what it is. It's important we support those um, to be able to sustain them in, in a way that keeps them here and shows them that they can stay here. I guess the best way to put it would be like, imagine if uh, like Chicken Scratch or, you know, Chef Tears was like, yo, what if she didn't get the support that she does in the city and just was like, yo, you know, like eventually you kind of have to do, go somewhere, go somewhere else. It's kind of like that thing of like, Going where, let's say celebrated, not tolerated, but it's more of that sentiment of like doing, hmm, going where, yeah, I guess, I guess that for lack of better words or lack of better phrasing or way to kind of word it, it would be just like going where you know you can get that level of support. And I say you're entitled to it, but you the knowing that you can, if you do what you need to do, it's not going to be a thing where you put on this work on your craft to provide a good product or a good service and it's not valued as such. You know, I think it's super important. That's I love, 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 love uh, supporting local shops, man. Because it's like intrinsically, I just want to, I just, I feel this energy. Like I feel this investment of like, I'm helping my city be better because I'm supporting local and that money's getting funneled circled back into our local uh, economy. So I wanted to kind of also kind of close that up with uh, just the thought of like, what can we do? You know, as creative, what we can do is be uh, just think, think global work local. That's a, you know, we, we talk, I told talked about this maybe two years ago, but that sentiment hasn't changed. I feel like that's the for us as creatives and people who produce uh, events or music or clothes or you know media. It's important that we think globally about our ideas and how it fits in the world, but also work locally so that we're supporting each other financially, so we keep the money moving. And as long as we keep recycling and washing the money between ourselves, there's no reason why we can't grow together that's how economies work in a, a very dumbed down sense is is when you hear things about the economy and the being slow it's just money's being held at some point but if you put the money move it around so if i come to you and you have some clothes and you have a hoodie that's 150 dollars and i cop all right cool now imagine if you that person, of course, a local brand, takes that same hundred fifty dollars and between two like an event, let's say they come to Lari, or let's say they go to Artway, or say they go to Underground Sound, and they buy merch and buy concessions with other local vendors because we all work with local vendors, and they spend that money and that money's going back into the system here. So it's the, it's the thing I feel like as producers, we have to be mindful of uh, and as supporters on the supporting side of it, 
just as mindful of that. So when even on that side of like some people, this when I talk to brands like local startup brands or even myself, when I think about it sometimes uh, in the past is just like, how do we look at things from the supporter's standpoint of view? You know, they're buying, they're spending their hard earned money on a service or a product that we're providing. How can we not, say everything being equal and everything being great, we're providing the best, the best that we can possibly make. And the pricing on that, I think as a supporter, we got to kind of think about it in a way of like an investment. It's like if you invest in stocks, it's no different if you invest in, say you have a house, you invest in building a deck in the backyard or invest in a pool. You're investing your money into something that's going to provide value. And when it comes to the creative economy and a creative ecosystem, your support, not just your, your support through spreading the word about uh, events or spreading the word about a good product or a good service, but also financially compensating and paying the rates and paying the price that it costs for the that the creator, the producer of that service or product is is asking for. Look at it as an investment in your local economy, because as they grow, you have intrinsically uh, another reason to say your city's dope. Like it's hard to say, like it's hard to claim like certain actors or people who've moved away because it's like they're not here. You know, they didn't they weren't building their their station here, you know, but they're off from here. So we do claim them. But it's just like I think for the future, I think it's really imperative that we kind of own our community when it comes to like championing each other, champion or even critiquing each other. Like, hey, pulling people to the side and say, hey, asking questions and not and things that criticism that's critique that's constructive, meaning not just saying something's whack or something's trash, but giving reasoning behind it. Like, hey, I don't like how you guys play this same song. Or like something that from Laura, people say, you know, we get some time, well, got recently, uh, when I was on my IG, was like, can we talk? Like, I'm tired of hearing, can we talk? Like at the same time, every time. And then even one guy talked about this one uh, some cut edit that was played like seven times. I'm like, oh, seven at seven events. I'm like, God damn, nah, he could be, you know, throw some sauce on it. But I'm like, damn, that's excessive. But it's like taking that, that's helpful critique. It's like, okay, now I know how to relay that to DJs or whoever is, you know, tapping in with talent wise. And so that's kind of the, the breast of that. Um, yeah, supporters, it's a supporter just, and the supporters in both of those kind of close it up. Working hand in hand, as creatives, we gotta produce the best work we possibly can, and supporters, because I'm a supporter too. Uh, we gotta invest. Like, don't be scared to invest. Of course, you wanna do your due diligence. Like, is this does this fit? Is this what you want? Is this what you like? Don't just buy something just to buy it. Like, buy it because you fuck with it, and like, don't be so swayed by whether someone else is into it or not. It's like, yo. If nothing else thought about, think about it as like, man, can I add this to my wardrobe? Can I add this to part of my lifestyle? Will it be an event or a close or uh, going to someone's restaurant or go to someone's gallery? Can their art live, you know, is this something I can live, something I can live in my house, live in my 
home, you know, um, think about those things when it comes to those purchases, so that we have some intentionality and a purpose and a direction. How you go about that? I feel like it's up to every individual how they go about that. But I feel like the North Star should be looking at creatives and supporters in totality and looking at how we both feed our community in a way that leads us in the future to become an economy that's respected and that future generations of kids can easily tap into. So I feel like it's a good good place to uh, wrap. The next thing I want to touch on is Kanye West. I sigh because it's like Kanye West is he's a fascinating character like he's a like the idea of him and how can I say yeah the idea of him is and just the reality you know based on as a fan and uh, a spectator of his career it's one of those things that's very fascinating to me in the sense that like when you look back on it his his he himself is emblematic of American culture like the good the bad and the ugly like it's it's like it's is it's not like a very moral or like good or bad thing it's like it just is and like when you think about the content like just take a step back and look at it from like a 30,000 foot view it's like a culmination the music is a culmination of all the truths and values of our country and like between like the pursuit of happiness when you think about even just in a rightly recent album like Donna is like where he's at mentally is just being free and I think ultimately like when you think about America is like home of the brave land of the free that concept that idea it doesn't there's no limits to it hell the country there's no limits to it you know, living here, it's the reason why people want to come here. It's the piece of reason why people want to live here. It's because they know there's no limit. There's no restrictions. There's no ceiling to what we can do. And we may all start at different points, but the idea that we can always push forward, it's a noble, noble idea. And of course, we get into like the, you know, the nobility of individual individuality and, um, you know, him always being a progressive thinker even if it sounds silly to us in the moment I think something I'm learning to do just watching Kanye in his career is just like really just think about what we the status quo is and just think about it like why do we do it this way I think that's what I take away a lot from his career is just what why do we do it this way how can we do it better but why do we do it this way? I feel like understanding the why we do it this way helps us reimagine or gives us a baseline to understand where all this comes from so that we can use that information to build the future, a better future. And I think that's essentially what I get from him in some of the last interviews is just like him just wanting to build a better future from his perspective. And, you know, being able to have billions of dollars, now it's like, okay, he can have that freedom he can say what he wants it's not someone you know he's not at the mercy of anyone and i think that's a noble american idea uh i think 
ultimately no one in America wants to be told what to do. I think during the pandemic, something I noticed with just uh, just the observation of like people not choosing to get vaxxed and not getting the, the you know, uh, what's it called? Wearing masks and all that kind of like how it got politicized in that way, which is kind of weird, but it's like that freedom of choice. Like, I think Kanye kind of pushes that boundary of like going to the extreme of freedom, like reckless abandonment of pursuit of that. And, you know, there's going to be, and I think I've learned from afar, it's just like, there's going to be pushback from that, especially if you're kind of challenging what people been indoctrinated to think. I think that's something that's very like fascinating because even like it has you think, and I think sometimes people can't. I guess I'm 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 learning as I get older. People sometimes I'm noticing some people have a hard time like processing that. How can I say? having a belief, but also rethinking the belief, like, like almost like reevaluating or confronting that your belief, the belief that you've had since you were young because of your parents or your upbringing or your block or whatever, that that may be wrong. And like we compound that with like fear and how that's injected into like society. It kind of creates this inner, this, this, this compounding effect of like, tension that needs to be released um but also kind of when you get into like respect you know everybody's faith like faith in a higher power would be god allah whatever that may be you know a higher source you know i think that's something that he touches on throughout his career on the music set and that's something that in america that's like as much as there's like the whole separation between church and state is really not because if you look at like a national anthem and just some of the, the, the Christian values that are instilled or interwoven, I should say a bit, a better word, uh, within the fabric of our literature or our ethos and, and, and things of that nature. Um, and then when you kind of get into the byproducts of our economic system, capitalism, you know, I mean, I think the, the byproduct, you know, the status, the, the money and then in proxy together, that's a college for power. I think that is something that he reflects a lot in his music and ultimately it's like a interesting concept of like, makes you think about just he just makes me think about those things in like a new way not to say him but it's almost like he listen to the, the way he writes his verses and the content and subject matter as a person who reflects a lot it makes me think about or rethink what that could be and what that is and I think in the end <sighs> His career really touches on the com- like the complexities of all that, like mixed in this gumbo. Like there's a layered taste to it all, a layered experience, and those complex complexities, those in, those in, those things that 
are so ingrained from from the time they were born, going to public schools and private schools, and just being part of the American education system, and then of course seeing like American pop media, it's kind of creates this conflict internally, like it, like his career mirrors this like an internal conflict between finding our own way and defining our own vision of success and happiness, but also through our participation, we're also complicit in the status quo. And it's like that rub of like, you gotta almost like lean one way or the other. You can try to do both, but few can do both in a way that doesn't allow, at least I've noticed some people can't do it in a way that they could just accept or not believe in it, like not believe in the the dichotomy, the, the pulling from both sides of of that conflict. Just having it be sit there like what the, what it is, and have it not be a conflict anymore of like just accepting that. I think sometimes because of the, especially the climate that we're in now, it's like everybody wants you to kind of like be so extreme on this end or that end about how you feel about something, and it's like. As people, we're really more, we don't give ourselves enough credit for being, like, reasonable and, like, being uh, balanced. Like, we all have flashes of of extreme belief or pride or confidence in things. But more often than not, when you kind of, like, sit with people one-on-one, at least when I do, I kind of understand that everybody, for the most part, is, like, really cool, really chill. Um. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to just touch on. Um, And then last but not least, uh, the future of sneaker culture. I just, man, like, how can I say this? So two weeks ago, I seen a pair of New Balances on Instagram listed for $1,200. Of course, through StockX. But it made me think, like, bruh. How, where do we go? Where where do we go? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> like, how did we get to the point where New Balances, a shoe that when I was growing up, especially in high school, people was not really rocking with New Balances like that. But I get it between LD, JFG, you know, Joe Fresh Goods, Ame Leon Dior, Dore, um, Ronnie Feig, you know, some of the kind of the key, key pillars of having some really, uh, you know, John. Um, uh, Salehi, uh, Benbury, um, having like really notable collaborations with New Balance and providing a lot of energy for the brand, which is dope. They have really dope collaboration, you know, dope projects. But these resale prices, I mean, I feel like that it's like, I guess I'll level set back in high school, which is what, 2010, 2011. This thing called Nike Talk. Probably on this last leg at that time, but you were able to find deep, not deals. I say deal. You find a good price. You'll find be able to find a good price on some kicks that you wanted on a resale market. Like on there, Soul Collector Marketplace, eBay, um, you know, just to name a few of like those marketplaces where you could flips, you could find gems. And usually it'll be, you know, at most if it's hype hype, like if it's some of them like grail shoes, of course it's gonna be a rack. We're talking about the grail of the grails. But if you had something that's like, let's say I bought a pair of 07 uh phone po- royal blue phone posits for about 
a hundo. Uh, no, a lot. It was 190. So probably retail, probably less than retail. It was like very, very near DS. So a little yellowing on the sole. But I was like, I can, I can, I can get this off. It wasn't like it was like dried urine or anything. It's just like a slight tint. Enough to where like you know you were the person like enough to where if you had your shoe and you lived with it, but it wasn't like you was you know playing and one street ball in the mud in them. So I bought them one ninety. And even like say pro pro phone posits like I was into phone posits back then heavy. Got those for about two fifteen. So no, I got those for two. No, I got those for one ninety. Damn, I got those for two. Um. And those were yourself at two fifteen, so you could get little gems depending on who you, how how hard you did, how hard you dug. And the only place that we knew collectively, as long as my crew, was um, that was like really high in price was uh, Flight Club. That was like you know you ha- if you went there you just wanted to shoot that bad, and they'll probably be not even they'll probably be like what a hundred two hundred dollars over retail, if that. The margins was a little bit better. So fast forward to now, say oh, well, a little over ten years, and like I told my friend Aaron about it because he's super into sneaks, and he sold some sneaks before he moved away and moved out to to VA. And um, I was like, bro, you remember back when like you could get like on the high end? High end was like three hundred. You were paying. Three buns, like three hundred for a pair of kicks on the resale market. Now, he was telling me he sold some shoes for seven hundred dollars, some G, some general release kicks, some general release Jordans. I'm like, come on, man! Like this is crazy. Some are you paying rent for the for the you, you selling it? Like someone's buying it for rent prices. There's also someone selling for rent prices. And I said to myself, that is insane. Like you're wearing seven hundred dollars. These aren't designer shoes. Which kind of got me thinking, like, how do we, again, how do we get here? And I feel like StockX is to blame. Now, I, I love the idea of the stock market concept. It's super dope. But it's like, how do we get here to where it's like, boom, it's just automatic, like, three or $400 above retail. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. But it's a business. And now with the resale market being as crazy as it is, where everybody's a reseller and no one's a buyer, it's like people just buying shoes just to resell them. It's like it kind of fucks up the game because it's like, well, if no one's buying and nothing's moving and no one's wearing anything, it's like, well, I'm just, as you can hear, like, it's just, it's just madness. (laughs) It's madness. But When it comes to the future, I feel like as it is, it's a it's a cluster of, of mess. But I have a real strong feeling that I don't think it's a bubble. I think this is just what it is. But I do think that there's an opening. I feel like if Nike continues to do the sneaker app thing and as streetwear stores do raffles and I feel like it gives rise to newer brands or newer options, new alternatives. And like for me, knowing New Balance, I was such a proponent of New Balance for so long. 
And now for me, it just got like out of control hype, hyped. Like, and not, not to say I'm moving off the hype, like I'm going to do something different, but naturally, like I'm trying to be as much as I don't go as hard with sneakers or the lifestyle thing as I used to. I still have my taste and I still want to present myself in a way that is in the know because I'm always in the know. But when it comes to like, you know what? I'll be honest. Let's be transparent. <laughs> I'm not trying to have to go into a spot and someone has the same stuff I got on. That's just me. That's just me. I want to at least be able to say like my fit, like no one would look like me, how I dress. Even if I wear the same things all the time, because I have like uniforms essentially. But it's the little details, whether it be the kicks I'm wearing, the hat I have, the frames I have on, you know, it's the little details that like, if you know, you know, like if you know about this brand, you intend, if you're tapped into this culture, when it comes to the, let's say, as it's now called, you know, hype beast culture, or streetwear cultures, they say, um, you know, whatever the operative term is in style uh, at the time. I feel like the future is going to be one where when it comes to sneakers. Yeah, it's going to open up for opportunity for new new brands to kind of make headway. And I think as long as they don't fall privy to like the raffles and things of that nature, then um, you should... I think there will be, I think the game won't be, there will be a a check to the balance, checks and balances to the game in itself. So for example, like I was kind of alluding to, is like if Nike continues to do sneakers app and the stores continue to have that product on like raffle and just make it, you know, arbitrarily exclusive. I think it's important that, I think it'd be cool to see like brands like Reebok, Puma, uh, hell, Whereas I've been rocking with right now is uh, Solomon's. I've uh, been wearing them where I got them from when I was in DC and haven't took them off since. Like, I think we got to get back to like expression again. I think that's the future of it is like being really, I think niche, really get into like what sneaker culture, sneaker community started as like really being into the product. I feel like that's the future. Because we really think about culture in itself, it all happens in cycles. So if we started, this thing started being about the the stories and narratives and the, the, the materials and the product itself, the stories and the product, I feel like we're going to get back to that in a way that, like, it's going to be almost like a a hierarchy of sense. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we, if we don't see classism enter the sneaker culture because it it kind of separates the those that are in the know and those that are just consuming. I feel like right now the state of things is like it's hyper consuming, which is which is good for business. Um, it's just one of those things I think at a certain point we got to kind of move past it. I think we got to it's going to it's going to come to a point where we move past it. Like it still be that baseline. Um, but I think the future is is with one new newer brands entering taking up market share um and kind of especially those who don't want to if you're like me who don't want to wear what everybody's wearing um but still kind of have a 
a personal style. You know what I mean? A style that's personal to you. Um, it's unique to you. I think that's it's going to be a market for those cats. And those cats are usually the, the guys that influence things um, when it comes to the sneaker culture. Um, and I think also that'll kind of parlay into like the brands that's come out, the brands that come out. But I also think that we're going to get back to product. I think there's been good product, you know, put out. I think it's just going to be a point where people get tired of like this at a certain point. At what point does that happen? Could be to I don't see it happening within the next year, but I would say within three to five, say three years. I think you're going to see like the, the, the feeling that you can get the sentiment that everybody's kind of like burnt out. Like, the reseller is going to get burnt out. Consumer is going to get burnt out. And it's going to be a reset. Like, I really believe that. Because it's just like any, it's just, you see something, you see patterns in things enough. you just like, this got this got to be where it goes. doesn't mean it just dies completely. Because nothing truly dies. It's just the tension and the, the energy around certain things just moves. And certain brands adapt to kind of stay the course, stay relevant if you will um but yeah i think that's something that uh, that wraps up my three on my mind uh you know my thoughts on things um i feel like ultimately moving forward i just want to kind of like test this out i want to test this out for the next couple couple weeks uh just tap in uh and give you my perspective and it gives me another place besides uh <laughs> my instagram stories uh to kind of get my thoughts off and uh, in a more elaborate way and you guys can hear my voice <laughs> um so yeah let's kind of get back into the music we're gonna give you back uh this next one oh um trip ben before we get into the music just want to say we got Larry party i know some people call larry Patty. Larry party saturday this saturday tomorrow you listen to this tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow at eight o'clock at four and six Wabash. Be there, be square. Get your tickets. It's ticket only, which means there's no cash or card taken at the door. Meaning, by buying a ticket, we're gonna get you in as quick, fast as we probably could ever do uh, in the past, and that's just what. Based on the feedback, the surveys, again, thank you for those who uh, give feedback. Um, that was the common thread is the lines being too long. So we're going to mitigate that by making it ticket only. So we get you in there quick and you have more time to join the show and, and having a good time with your people. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's the drop. January 15th, Saturday, tomorrow. This Saturday, tomorrow, this Saturday, tomorrow, this Saturday, tomorrow, this Saturday. <laughs> at doors open, 8 p.m. Show ends at 1 a.m. Make arrangements. Um, a lot going on uh, tomorrow. Uh, shout out to Lex, uh, Skyline Joints. Um, salute to her. Uh, I think it's super dope. It's another creative. Uh, and then shout out to No Rap on Sundays. I hope you listen to this. I hope you bring this back. Um, if you know who, you know what, make a campaign for her to bring it back, please. Um, I feel like we need that in the city, like an R&B, 
only event. Come on now. Can it get any better than that? But in any case, uh, we got that, those events. Um, and then, uh, I think what other events we got going on? Yeah. Future reference. If you guys have got events, I want to plug that here. So yeah, <laughs> send that to me. Um, but yeah, like I said, Laurie Pati, January 15th. Be there, be square. No, I'm dead ass. No real life. But be there. <laughs> Get your tickets. Uh, link is in the bio. My bio. Pat Pitch for Pennies. At Laurie Pati's bio. LauriePati.com on Instagram. Pitch for Pennies on Instagram. Hit the bio. Tickets are there. Also, check out the show and different content we have. Playlists, different interviews, all in the same link. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. It's a little choppy, but we're going to work on this whole drop thing. Uh, in any case, again, for the third time before I let y'all go, Lottie Pati this Saturday, January 15th. Doors open at eight. Ticket to $30. If you come, make sure you have your proof of vaccination and or you have uh, proof of a negative test within 72 hours. That's the parameters there. Um, just to make sure we mitigate some of the risks because we do have the Omarion kind of lingering. Um, I know in the city you've got the Colts and Pacers events, you know, I know a lot of the venues aren't necessarily doing that, but we want to make sure we do what we can to mitigate some of that risk, uh, at least for this event going. And then of course we treat it month by month and see how it feels, but we want to make sure that we protect everybody as much as we can protecting the health. Um, so yeah, if you guys can do that, get tested. If you don't have your card and if you have your card, make sure you have it on you and make sure you get those tickets. And if you do have a ticket share the flyer go to Laura's instagram page share get the little paper plane put on the story tag me if you like tag laurie if you like uh spread the word again when it comes to our culture comes to anything we're doing be sure you spread the word make a purchase and give feedback that's how that's the foundation of this renaissance the indianapolis renaissance Larry Pati is just one of those events, one of those entities, one of those cultural institutions that hold the flag up of making Indianapolis a better place than we found it. And of course, we have plenty of other events that we do. Some I've already mentioned uh, and those I, I'll go to the grave supporting because uh, they're just good people. Um, think anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Well, as we get into it, we're going to get into this next song. We're going to play the music the rest of the way. Got ESTG, Misery, Love's Company. I'm working on my radio voice. I, uh, I'm out. 
If I could die from dishes, I probably would have been cremate. I came up from serving them sacks of hard to a freebaser. Arguing with God when I pay the bond, he ain't free cater. You ain't dedicated if you don't hop out on feet chasing. Niggas dead broke, say the key to paper is be patient. But fuck waiting, been trying bump lately. Live local late breaking. High clucked out round with enough rounds to knock a truck down. You red rip sound. Nigga better get down before he get found. Split from a switch round. Dead nigga kiss clouds and I'm Rich now, I still ain't switch crowds, came from my blick down. I yeah. probably never will. Red caught me from heaven, said you better chill. Maybe it was hell, but I couldn't tell, cause I answer still. I get high and hope that I forget my mama's cancer chills. Bullets hurt, made me hook the yurks. I gotta have my pills. She hurt me first, even at my worst, I still pay half her bills. It's a op, survive through grace of God. I pray he lack again. It's OT folks, Loki want that smoke, I don't be tapping in. Real gangsta, I can't speak on no. Be fine, They respect my money cause it's bloody. I still actually spin. Don't just throw your hood up cause you from it, nigga. Why you did? All I need is a Yoli, little Brody chops in a pack of six. Pitch a tent, sit out front of his crib right where this nigga live. Chopping off his hands Hot like a stove with a pot on the pan We taking over the land I can come chop a few block up again Nigga can't wait to come spin I'm out of the way where they pulling me in I'm about to come at the scene I took a little loss, now I'm here for the win Niggas don't want me to win I bought a new car for my twin This shit ain't just for the trend Nope, 63 AMG Benz I hit the engine, I put it in spot I'm up, he's telling the spin Call it up, you can tell him it's up No, I'ma want some revenge this fan held chopper bullets, it's an AK in my hand. These boys a bunch of pussies, they no different than a trend. I bought the block out on the land, split it with my twins. I said the bossy, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. What the fuck these niggas thought that I was playing? I don't know what the fuck these niggas thought. Grave digger, before L, I'm a made nigga. Say they twins, throw they body in the same river. Oh God. Never took my tail, I went to war with real killers. Pussy. I'm your wifey surgeon, dog. I give a lip fillers. Pussy. SF90, Casa M. Dunk this Glock like Ye did Kim. Sipping on pimp juice, watch my brim. How you a shooter, you ain't even hit the rim. Oh Summertime killing the Air Force Ones. When you get a win, I'm stepping in Tim's. Oh I caught a Draco Floyd, give him an uppercut. We hit that boy in the chin. Eight figure nigga, I'm a dropout. 21. AK, heavy metal rock out. 21. I mean, 
your hood, what you talking about? 21. Beat on my chest with my gun out, pussy. I put a house on your head, pussy. My money longer won't run out, pussy. BBS diamonds to sun out, 21. We just count money for fun out. It's her chopper bullets, it's an AK in my hand. These boys a bunch of pussies, they no different than a train. I bought the block out on the land, split it with my twins. I said the bossy, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. What the fuck these niggas thought that I was playing? What the fuck these niggas thought? Take it! Bitch, right on the side, nigga. Okay. Look around, run that bitch. Touchdown, my nigga Wayne can't pick me up with a bunch of hoes on the J. Touchdown, nigga Roddy through 60 on the neck. Smoke out Jedi. Bitch, I'm Mr. Brenno. Bitch, I'm Mr. Brenno. Bitch, I'm fresh out Jedi. Bitch, I'm Mr. Brenno. 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 Bitch,
Bitch, I ride with the gun in the front seat, though. I don't give a fuck, my brother can't get fucking Nino. And I spend a lot of money like a fucking gringo. Bitch, it's Louis Lou, but my life Gucci, though. I'm gonna put you in the air if you want promo. Said he smoking dicks, man, I think that nigga homo. With your bitch Netflix and chill me porno. Said he got smoke, man, I was on Tardo. Smoking on roasted through the most when I pull me a new pop. We still smoke a couple hundred bowls, the pipes don't even drop. I swear they got so much, cause the odds on us to stop. My trap hit boom, it pulls so hard, the police said not wrong. I left the spot and met the drugs and it caught me a new watch. Extra grilla, extra grilla, just get from scraping the pot. Track off Jeep, a hundred G's, just seen when I left that lot. I grabbed a pint and dropped the pint and put it all in one pot. I grabbed a Glock and dropped some shells and went and called a new hop. That's what you get trying to do with his sneak dissing on my block. I left his top, top is like one of them blockhead thoughts. I love so big and his brain the same way he thought. She say my will, wanna sell my dick, nigga, that ain't my fault. Wanna sell my dick and she love my swag, she love the way I turn. All my cars ain't nothing but the dumbest shit I bought. I spend that shit and get it back, so I about what I want. Z01s and Z06s, you know I go fast. Cut us off in traffic, you got four them on your ass. Can I go bad? Pussy ran up playing games and got his ass so tight. I was 16 pulling past my school on them foes. I was trapping pop out trying to flex on them hoes. My new doc saying want my ex saying go. Can't get a hit him if my neck really froze. H-U-R-T, they hate you, I see. I got my fire on me, put it on repeat. When they hundred king keep, if you want some beef. Gotta quit smoking weed, I love Japanese. So much frost on this new rollie, like I sprayed a wrist. No 36, we rock 41s, I day and date a bitch. Made me like 5 million in one year, bitch, I was made for this. Fuck the talk, I never do no lacking, up and spray the blick. Flashing that luxury at your show, we come and take it shit. Hmm. 
Bitch, I do major shit All this jewelry light up my whole neck Look like the Vegas Strip Real roster bought me a new mansion Cost me 80 bricks You in the streets and still ain't touched a meal You on some lazy shit Crack a seal, finna drink it all Ain't on no saving shit Mix the Fendi, yeah, with that Dior I love that bathing shit Hit the road, took 10,000 pills Which ain't banging Trish Told my bitch to stuff it in her coochie Had to train a bitch Stretch the work, do that shit like yoga That's my trainer, bitch Turn that chopper up like a little kid I been done spank some shit you the opposite of number two, that mean you ain't the shit Hit the club and throw me up 10 racks, I love the rain and shit Ghetto girl, and she got a fatty, that's my favorite bitch Got the same bottles in my kitchen that my baby sip Got a sketch in them, yeah, whole 30, end up painting shit My mama said I got some screws loose, I need some maintenance Private jet, Orient first class, ain't on no basic shit Fucked around and got another op, he on the waiting list All my homies play in the background because they ain't legit Lot of habits, need to quit my cup I can't be taking this Ooh, yeah, I never fake with stick Put me up with three in a cream soda This a fago twist Niggas in the game and falling out On some flagrant shit How you gang and go against the guys Yeah, that's plagiarist Papa Zanny mix it with a flat Love the zaping shit Hella shooters blow shit like a hookah Love the vaping shit Told her I can't love you like my drink But love your nakedness Grind it long, but this shit paying off Yeah, that's what patience get Catch them flexing, we gon' get the step And alpha beta shit Baby Glock, the clip that's poking out the like a taser stick Cuddy told me if he whack the witness Get the case dismissed Break a dog, break it down in chunks It look like bagel bits Six-figure checks are big, but eight-figure checks and you rich The Nas enthusiasts thinking they know what's best for me More than I know what's best for me, no rest for me Gotta be a special type nigga to deal with my life Gotta be a special type nigga to feel what I write Special like my classics, special like my listeners Who have attachments to my old style, won't let me pass it Special Yeah, it's a privilege, VSOP shit Special Special Very special. 
Hit, turn up the sample, we making magic. This thing is bigger than I could ever imagine. Ducking the flashes from the cameras, leave out the back. Jump in the spacecraft, we can't tell where we at. Chauffeur driving like a high speed chase, trunk full of smack. Tallest building in Manhattan, sipping on Manhattans, listen to the Manhattans. Queens of Brooklyn, oh what a feeling. I should have had Grammys when no dirty said woo for the children. Should have did that remix verse on Gimme the Loot for Biggie. Me, Jay, and Frank White is like Cole, Drizzy, and Kenny. One girl for the rest of your life, is that realistic? Some had told me they like when you call them all type of bitches. Ran through a few of them, some gangster, some Christian, some with a heart full of hate for me, even with a new nigga. They label me a sinner because I left what they sold. There's really no other feeling having that type of control. Gotta be a special type woman to deal with my life. Gotta be a special type woman to feel what I write. Special like my classics, special like my listeners who have attachments to my old style, won't let me pass it. Gotta be a special type nigga to deal with my life. Gotta be a special type nigga to feel what I write. Special like my classics, special like my listeners who have attachments to my old style, won't let me pass it. Special. Yeah, it's a privilege. VSOP shit. Special. Very special. Rest in peace, ODB. Tahir. Virgil. The Queen Jacqueline Avon. Special people. Play. I want you to sway. 
Few things I'ma take to the grave. That's between me and my God. Yeah. Get the back, flip the back, go. Sit the stack and I'ma get back full. I remember when these niggas really had jokes. Now they hoes on my dick, bitch, gag. Yeah. They see the tongue on my throat. See the, they, see the, they don't even ask what it's for. I really be at their next on the go. Up now, fuck next. They all know. I'm a nighttime first trying to get a knee plaque. Squad going up, I'm already known. I live with all shit in the past, cause I'm still young. Gotta keep going. Gotta keep, gotta keep drugs, gotta keep floating. Yeah. Try to do this shit for fun. For my lungs and I be stroking, ay. Yo, shorty. Like I really want love, but I be ghosting. Yeah, I cannot get three fucks. Trying to hit dope at the party on the yacht in the ocean. I gotta get to these bucks, ay. Now, town niggas, we up. Try town niggas, we up. Slap town niggas, we up. Cut down, he can slump, ay. Shit, I did he might. Every day gotta be up. I ain't never had much, so everything ain't enough. 